Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name is Charlie Wallace. And I am Adam Gobeski, staring at my other guests in person here on episode 100 Emoji. (laughs) (laughs) So if they can go around, just around and introduce themselves, starting to my right with my one of my very best friends, Daniel Baker. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel Baker, and I just discovered that I'm one of Adam's very best friends. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tony Huff. Hi, I'm Brianne Gobeski. Hi, I'm Alex Clark. Hello, I'm Doug Gobeski. And I'm Paul Wilcox, I believe, this time, right? By process of elimination, yes. Oh, <laughs> That's the last name. It, it could be Frankie Muniz, we don't know. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen we him around, Frankie. <laughs> hasn't, we haven't seen him. I thought I saw Billy Crystal outside. But. Oh, yeah. yeah well, I here think. he comes to the door right now. <laughs> They're a little late, Billy. <laughs> yeah, just do, doing a quick drop by. <laughs> How's your day going? How was Thanksgiving? Oh, it was good. You know, I uh, you know just stopped by the family after doing the night of too many stars. <laughs> So your family lives here in East Lansing? Actually, right here in Wonders Hall. (laughs) I would think as a very famous celebrity, you might be able to afford to buy them someplace to live? Uh, Yeah, that's why I've actually, um, I didn't really want to go public with this, but I actually have purchased Wonders Hall. (laughs) Was that a, was that a bargain or did, how, how did you pay for that? Like, how did that even work? Oh, I paid... I don't really want to say how much I paid for it, but it was a lot. All right. Well, if I said it was more than uh, 10 bucks, would I be right? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, you don't yeah, want to say. Yeah, I mean, it, I, it I, wasn't quite that much, but. nine fifty. <laughs> you You're right about there. Nine forty seven. Nine forty eight fifty. 48 50 <laughs> <laughs> Some of those half pennies, huh? <laughs> They said if you if you didn't have uh, nine forty nine, then uh, half a pence would do. <laughs> <laughs> they being Luana K. Simon, president of Michigan State, or the board of trustees, or who who was involved in this? It was uh, it was Kim Wilcox. Who, who's Kim Wilcox? Uh, provost. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I she, think <laughs> she she does own all the space on campus. <laughs> She drives a hard bargain, I guess. Uh, he does. Oh, well, oh, he does. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Excuse right. me, I'm sorry. So, so did you have anything you wanted to say, uh, Billy, but on our illustrious 100 Emoji episode? It's a, it's a great honor to be here for this <laughs> momentous occasion. Right, well, we're, we're glad you're here. And, oh, I, I see you have to leave? Yeah, yeah, I still, Kim's here to finish the final paperwork with me here. Okay. So thank you, Billy Crystal. All right. Thanks for having me on. And he is doing his usual form of egress. He's leaving out the window. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's his window. He can leave however he wants. That's true. Based on what I just heard, it's not quite his window yet. He still has to finish the Well, paperwork. I think it was, it was basically a done deal. I mean, a handshake is a... Gentleman's agreement. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you have to test out the windows before you finalize the purchase. Not here, please. Uh, <laughs> we got original windows from 63. <laughs> so actually, yes, we should thank, uh, well, I say we should thank Tony Huff 
for at least getting us in the building. I, I guess Billy Crystal owns it, but uh, do you, do you actually want a record of where we illegally recorded? Yeah, so that's the first question. <laughs> yeah, we Are we in an undisclosed location or a disclosed location? We can disclose it. That's fine. Oh, okay. All right. We are in Jim Steingraber's office. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that uh, pop on the recording, I just kicked a microphone. <laughs> That's not going to be edited? <laughs> No, this is live. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so that's the difference on the 100 emoji podcast. Yeah, no editing of any sort. Whatever you say goes out. So if I drop an F-bomb. Then, then I guess you dropped an F-bomb. <laughs> All right. To start talking about Francis. Francis Francis? <laughs> oh, the, uh, the uh, antagonist of the great movie, The Boss Baby? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I wondered how long it was going to take you to get there. We're about uh, probably seven minutes into the recording or less. <laughs> he brought the name Francis. <laughs> I, I thought we were my talking went. about Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> oh. Because of Francis. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Francis, yes. I thought we were going to reenact the, the pool fight scene from TV's <laughs> Adventure. <laughs> All right, start filling up the hall. <laughs> so, so what did you bring us here to talk about, Charlie, since we're all here in person in Billy Crystal Wonders Hall? <laughs> uh, well, we've got a bunch of topics submitted by various listeners, but mostly the people in this room. <laughs> Probably 75% by you. <laughs> I suppose that's fair. Uh, so this is our 100th episode. So uh, we've been compiling a lot of topics. But I think the first topic... Uh... Oh, the first topic is always to make Charlie sing a song about it. Oh, okay. When a problem comes wrong, sing a song about it. When I'm on the podcast, I have to sing a song about it. In the middle of a sentence, sing a song about it. na 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 Sing a song about it. Sing a song about it. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) But what is it this time? What were we talking about? Uh, I think we're talking, you're singing a song about the topics we have for episode 100. Oh, okay. This wasn't even the one I was expecting. Okay. So what what is he singing it to? Yeah. In the style of what? Uh, How about Toto's Africa? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think he's done this before, right? I don't think to Africa. Oh, Okay. Don't so, worry, we'll get through the, all the collective works of Toto. Before <laughs> <laughs> Roxanne is next. Rosanna. Oh, was, or Rosanna, Rosanna. yeah. Right, Rosanna, we... Hold the Line, Georgie Porgy. Uh, the, the hits keep coming. <laughs> they stop right about there. <laughs> the rhythm guitar part to beat it. <laughs> no, there's, there's one about I know I won't hold you back now or something or you, something like that it's like it's a, it's a mellow song I think it depends on how loose we are with the term hits oh no as long as it charted on the billboard bubbling under 100 list that's my favorite chart to follow, by the way. I, I, I want to know the songs that are pretty good, but not actually that good. Right, that's where the deep cuts live, on the singles chart. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, it's like, do, 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 right? And then what is the beginning of it? And then how does it start? Food or drink they don't make anymore. 
That you miss and curse of the Gabaski Wallace, Wallace Report podcast. Congrats, Disney, you did it, I think. I'm over Star Wars now. Let's do some text from Adam involving a pooping face. Improv of a Nick Bronson sketch. Win up skin off. What's the most obscure pop reference you can make? I got sidetracked there. <laughs> boom, ba-doom, 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 ba-doom. We're here on episode 100. Gonna do a podcast for you all the day. La, 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 la. How did I end up singing this song for you? I'm sorry. Thank you. I was just waiting for the Mount Olympus and Serengeti part. If it's any consolation, I'm sure I'll have to sing more songs along the way here. Yeah, 99 more. Oh. 100 episodes, 100 songs? I missed it. Was there a hey everybody in there? Or do you need to record <laughs> no, it? No, because I wasn't again? singing it. <laughs> That's my catchphrase. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, what is bad joke on your list? Oh, we had a submission from listener Tony Buonadono. Uh, his daughter, Alex, had actually had a recommendation that we talk about bad jokes that we know. And she has submitted one Ooh. that uh, I can tell on the podcast. And that joke is, let's open up Facebook. That's a weird joke. <laughs> well, it is a child's joke, so <laughs> I don't know what you're expecting. Why don't you, why don't you sing this joke? <laughs> okay. To the let's tune of Rosanna by Toto. Rosanna? I don't know that one. <laughs> I don't think I know that one. Rosanna, Rosanna. <laughs> There's a lot of Toto hate over here. <laughs> What do you call ten giraffes on the same trail? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> A giraffic jam. Okay, yay. <laughs> well, I figure if anyone else in the panel has uh, any fun, bad jokes they'd like to tell. They, they do not have to sing it. You do not have to sing You can it. if you want, but we won't make you do that. Extra points, but. I've got a bad joke. Okay. Two muffins go into an oven. One muffin says, wow, it's hot in here. The other muffin goes, whoa, a talking muffin. (laughs) That's the appropriate amount of laughter. (laughs) If it was any more, it would have been a good joke. (laughs) Any less, it wouldn't have counted as a joke. (laughs) Why did the spaceman take raisins with... Oh, shit. Sorry. Why did the spaceman (laughs) take... Did you read the punchline? (laughs) Why did the spaceman take grapes with him into the sun? He had his raisins. (laughs) I like the first one better. (laughs) Well, it was supposed to be bad jokes, so I had to make it worse. Yeah, that's true, yeah. If if I had a dollar for every existential crisis I ever had, I mean, what even is money? (laughs) (laughs) That's the only one, like, that's the only, like, appropriate one I have. (laughs) Okay. You have a lot of uh, inappropriate bad jokes. (laughs) I have one. Knock, knock. Who's Who's there? there? 
Interrupting coefficient of friction. Interrupting. Mu. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I got a good knock-knock joke. Uh, Alex, you go first. Uh, Knock-knock. Who's there? (laughs) This is a great joke. <laughs> that, uh, someone told me that one time, and I actually fell for it. Like I was like, "Oh wow, this is gonna be good." <laughs> and then he's like, "Who's there?" And I'm like, uh, <laughs> "Wait, this isn't how jokes work." <laughs> was it Adam? Unfortunately, it was not. So I think that was was that our only user submitted top. Oh no, I believe uh, I believe Daniel Baker had a topic earlier in the week, or possibly last couple weeks on our page it was yeah i i I got in uh, someone anonymously told me to post something about something i I don't i just don't i don't remember i I remember (laughs) tell me what i said oh daniel j baker Said on November 7th at 1.42 p.m. That was six years ago as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I want a song from Charlie about episode 100. If it could also reference each of the first 99 episodes. <gasps> oh, that's right. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> so, yeah, there's no way I'm getting out of this one. I want the ep- I want the episode list, unless you want me to do this from memory. Uh, I don't think that would be good for anybody. No, that would not be good. Uh, <laughs> while, while I do this, you should give him a song. Probably not Toto at this point. <laughs> but now I know what it sounds like. I feel like we didn't start the fire would be good for a list of episodes. <laughs> I concur. It is one of the uh, one of the quintessential songs that lists things. <laughs> <laughs> what else is on that list of songs that list things? Not there's the REM song. Yeah, there's the REM song. So those were the two songs I was actually expecting as I anticipated this. I didn't bother to listen to them ahead of time. <laughs> Maybe One Week by the Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, yep. Yep. oh yeah, absolutely. It's always Carmen San Diego. <laughs> that would take forever. <laughs> if each line is just one thing. Best of IAM Theater, Manifesto Mathcast, with special guests, Halloween, Mathcast about nothing, people we hate, the play with Flavius about other bad ideas, the creative process, the reunion Wallace minus Kobeski Wallace report, the break of Boxing Day to Star Trek the Star Trek the board game, the Bill O'Reilly, Keith Olbermann sex effect. <laughs> <laughs> Battlefield Earth, paper bag, Bill of Theater, Rights Inception, Scott Pilgrim, Eddie Murphy, the sound test, lost episode. That was our podcast so far. <laughs> It'll always exist somewhere in the internet. <laughs> That's been our podcast so far. And when we are gone, it'll still burn on your CD players because you totally have them. (laughs) (laughs) Superman 2, Lender Mountain Game, (laughs) harassing our fan base, harassing our fan base part two, Halo, Go Bob Snow, Job Pirates of North Carolina, Go Swinkter, Throwback, the Capitalist Christmas. Segments for Republican debate, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, Live in the La Vida Loco. Pizza. <laughs> Mouse with a golden bikini, golden bikini. Would you rather watch Star Trek The Board Game, Shamrock Chaser People 2? 
We're about a third of the way through, just for the audience. Adam, what's your part? <laughs> That's so far been our podcast. Don't remember how I sang this chorus last time, but that's been our podcast so far, and it's totally awesome, and we're still keep going. Man of Steel, Man of Steel, Capital Cities, Great Trivia, Gabeski, Wallace Report, Christmas Romances in the Air, Parenthood, yeah. the NES Ratings Guide, GW Report, After Hours Part One, Cards yeah. of the Galaxy. GW Report After Hours Part no, no, 2. After After Hours. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> GW Report After After Hours, previous ex post facto. A tag-filled wedding road trip. Spider in the car, crazy conspiracy theory. Octopus, panda dancer, if Jason were here. <laughs> That's both on our podcast. And there's like 48 episodes that we still have to sing about. But that's been our podcast so far. And uh, this is the part where you can imagine I did something clever. Piscopo, cruise tips, interstellar politics, back to the future part to the return of the king. Huff and Wilcox explosion, <laughs> obligatory force awakens fun, podcast bachelor party, and resting smug face. The things Charlie watched, Gobeski versus Wallace, Dawn of Douglas, John 16, the more facts we know what to do with Joe Piscopo Day summer break. You should do another verse now, because we're already going to be at this forever. And Xbox 360, retrospective Gobesky Wallace Report, presents the Gobesky Wallace Report, Picker Gobesky Land Rescue, and other Rick Palindromes, Workers in the Zenith Skylines, Mary Marvel March, number one, Captain America, 1944, Serial Part 1. Oh my. <laughs> Uh, we just got to that stuff. This is going to be awful. Uh, a ship quick clip trip. <laughs> Stopping balls, Mary Marvel move, March number two, Captain America part two. We're counting the gifts. Mary Marvel move, March number three, Captain <laughs> Howard the Duck. Three. Okay. <laughs> Off the rails, DVD conspiracy, Chemlab Blues, Table Tech, Tabletop, Table Talk, Shenanda Bonanza, Kansa part hey, one, Shenanda. Shenanigans began against the postmortem. It's 40 years of Star Wars. Um, for the Punisher, 1989. Joe Piscopo, Day 2, Electric Bulu. Eclectic Bulu. Mm, number 5, Captain America, 99. It's Impressive Day. Mm, number 6, The Fantastic Four. Dumb Red Box. Oh, and number 7, Men Mark. Baratuda. <laughs> One of my favorites. <laughs> Alex singing report, Calden's Bubble, and the Great Warning War of 2001. Mm, number nine, X-Men. That was all our podcasts <laughs> from zero to 99 and plus a couple extra. We hope that you enjoyed it. And we really enjoy, hope that you like that when we do this again later in the podcast, but to the tune of R.A.M.'s, it's the end of the world as I know it and I feel fun. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I have a question for the panel. Which, Go on. What is a food or drink that they don't make anymore that you miss? Like, for a while, you couldn't get Surge. And then they had, like, a big fan campaign. Then they brought Surge back in some areas. So I'm basically wondering, is there anything out there that we should make a fan campaign to bring back? Okay, Soda. If anyone remembers that. No. <laughs> what is that? Nope. It was a very limited uh, test release. It was probably like early-ish, 90s, 93, What What 94. did it taste like? It tasted, I thought, as a, you know, because I was like six or something. I thought it tasted like when you mix all of the fountain drinks together. Like root beer and orange. And, and I thought that was great because that's all I did anyway. So if they put it in a can, then it was perfect.
I don't think it's a very good selling point to name your soda. Okay. It, it was be like great. part of that like early '90s yeah. like app. Like it was going for that. Like it was like okay, <laughs> okay. and it showed like a you know guy with like a blank expression on his face or something like that. <laughs> and, and Paul, it wasn't carbonated, right? So it's just flat. <laughs> you know, <What>? pop <laughs> to my memories. Now I'm questioning. <laughs> Where it was lightly carbonated, like in Red Bull. Wait, why? Why do you think it was not it was carbonated? Because it's just okay. Oh, I yeah. see. <laughs> <laughs> Brian got it. <laughs> I've got a food. The inside out Oreos. The Oreos that used to have the vanilla cookie on the outside with the chocolate frost, the chocolate cream on the inside. Oh. I don't know if anybody ever had those, but those were absolutely amazing. Is that they don't from a golden Oreo? Yeah, they don't make that anymore? No, the golden Oreos have the vanilla cookie with the regular cream on the inside. This was the chocolate cream on the inside. So you basically need to buy a pack of Oreos and a pack of EL Fudge Original and just like no, no. scrape. It would have to have been the uh, golden Oreo. It has one chunk pretty It had to be the golden Oreo. <laughs> yeah, they make golden Oreos and I think they make chocolate cream Oreos. So you could make this happen still. That is true, and stay within the Oreo name, but that's way too much work. I liked it when they did it. Adam, I have a birthday present suggestion. (laughs) (laughs) Is it about Winamp? I never used Winamp. You never used Winamp? (laughs) You're a monster. (laughs) What did you do to all your llamas? (laughs) Did you treat them nicely? I left them unwhipped. Only 90s kids. <laughs> <laughs> any, any other foods out there? I would like the return of Kaboom cereal. Uh, when I was a young child, I ate two cereals fairly regularly, and I don't know if, I don't know if they were like uh, low-budget brands or who made them. But like Malta meal in the bags yeah, below I, the actual boxes? But I, I think they might have been General Mills types, but one of them was King Vitamin or King Vitaman. Yeah, I remember. As, That's as Quaker. Yeah, I think they yeah. still make that, right? Yeah, and I think I think they do, but I don't think I think Kaboom is, is similar, and I, and they don't make it anymore. And I don't even remember what was in it. I just want a bowl of Kaboom. That's that's all. I definitely remember a period of time when I was really into Malta meal cereals, which must have thrilled my parents no end. <laughs> <laughs> I only want the cheap cereal, Mom. Okay. They came in like the big, the big bags, right? Right. And, yeah. And the, yeah. I don't know why with this, like, oh my gosh, that's in a bag instead of a box. <laughs> it's be so much harder for my parents to pour. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, can we get the puffed wheat flavor? <laughs> the bags do look like they contain more. I don't know if they're bigger. Maybe Ooh, that was, so. maybe that was part of it. Like you saw just more yeah, could delicious cereal in the bag and wanted more. We want more. We want more. <laughs> I liked all the generic brand names of the cereals. Like, I remember getting, instead of Crispix, they had, like, uh, Crunchy Hexagons. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just like those Doritos Bold Flavor Triangles. (laughs) Yeah, and whatever happened to those 3D Doritos? Did they turn into Poppables? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I think so. (laughs) They just renamed them. (laughs) What about you, Tony? The only thing I can think of right now is McRib, but it comes back every now and again. <laughs> it's it back right now. Not in Michigan, though. Need to, need to visit uh, me and Charlie in Wisconsin, then. Yeah, okay, true. yeah. I guess I'll just drive six hours to 
Racine and get my <laughs> McRib. <laughs> so at least you're not perpetually disappointed, though, like everyone else. Their things aren't coming back. But you know, eventually it's going to happen. Yeah, I guess. Just get one of those banquet rib-shaped patty meals and heat it up and then put it on like a sesame seed bun or something. I go with the Michelinas. Because uh, <laughs> it's green, I think it's healthy. <laughs> The, the, now the box or the noodles. meat? <laughs> I, I would like to share that I had a McRib sandwich last week because all I had to do was just add $1 more to the price of my extra value meal and I got a free McRib. That's a great deal. For that, that $1. Great, that is a great deal. I was also thinking of uh, Pepsi Crystal. But that was back too. Oh, yeah, they it? brought that back yeah, like yeah, a year or two back. ago. I think it actually. I think it's around right now. I think now. it is. I think it came back again. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I know what I'm doing after the show. <laughs> <laughs> See, don't let us keep you. Hating <laughs> myself. <laughs> it, it basically tasted exactly how I remembered it, which was like, this is like a less good quality Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it looks like Sprite. That's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Pepsi, I guess Slice. Yeah. Bring back Slice. <laughs> I love finding like a slice vending machine. <laughs> on, on my tour tour of the motels of the Midwest, <laughs> trying to find all the slice oh. machines. <laughs> this is really cheap, but it may not actually dispense what I want when I press the button. Hey, can we see at the Motel 6 they might have a slice machine? <laughs> uh, this machine says Quick Slam. It's too new. <laughs> What about you, Charlie? Anything you want back? They still have, like, the potato skins, potato chips, right? Do they have those anymore? The TGI Fridays ones? Oh, but they weren't TGI Fridays, though. I don't no, think just like tater, tato skins. Yeah, right? like tato skins. Oh, yeah. tato skins. Yeah, yeah, but they're now branded under TGI Fridays. Oh, they still okay. exist. But do they yeah, taste the same? It's the same thing. Okay. I used to love those. But... Well, you still could. <laughs> I still could. I didn't know. <laughs> now I know what I'm doing after we're done. Drinking Crystal Pepsi and eating Tato skins. <laughs> do, do they still have the peanut butter and jelly in the same jar? The, oh, the goober? Yeah. I think so. Do they? Okay. I remember my mom buying that. She's like, we're going to save on money. <laughs> I'm like, it's double the amount. <laughs> what about the high C? Like the sli- uh, Slimer or the Ecto Cooler? Ecto Cooler. That, that yeah. also came back briefly, although not in any market I was in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It turns out that like our generation is actually starting to get jobs and money, so <laughs> it's worthwhile to bring all of these things back. <laughs> you mean despite capitalism's best efforts? Yeah, that's true. Bring it back for cheap. So I, re- I remember when I was a kid, they had these, these chips called pizzerias, I think. It was basically yeah, a it was like flavor chip. That's what I want. It was like by Keebler. Yeah. yeah. Oh. They were really good, I remember. I want those. And I want DNL from 7-Up. Heck yeah. Which was like a fruit-flavored <laughs> pop that they made. It was like, turn your thirst upside down, DNL. And I was like, this is really good. This is way better than that Sprite plus Apple crap. <laughs> <laughs> is that what they called it? Sprite plus Apple? Yeah, it was like Sprite plus or something. Oh, okay. Uh- I could totally go for a can of Mr. Pib. None of that Pib extra stuff. That's for heretics. Oh, I see. Yeah, what what is what what is Pib extra? Like what's the difference? It's got way more caffeine and it doesn't taste as good. It, it's got way more Pib. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>
think we have a gif of that. (laughs) 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 So, are we going to directly address uh, Boss Baby and have a whole segment on it, or are we just going to keep randomly bringing it up? Well, which would you prefer? I think we need to get it out in the open. Like I don't know, I don't know all the details about Boss Baby and why suddenly the last twenty four hours this is a thing. <laughs> oh well, let's pull up Netflix and have a two hour break, <laughs> <laughs> so we can watch Boss Baby one and one third times. Because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't understand the first third without the context of the rest of the well, movie. Well, so it again. so initially we were just on Netflix yesterday. Me, Tony, and. Uh, Brianne, because we're actually in the middle of a mini shenaniganza. This one's called Shenanigivingza. And uh, so Paul was on his way over. So I thought it would be funny to have Boss Baby on while when <laughs> Paul walked in. So consequently, like I fast forwarded through the first bit until I got to parts like, all right, let's get to something that looks vaguely interesting. And uh, Paul didn't show up for a while. And it stopped from being just let's watch Boss Baby when Paul walks in to just let's finish watching Boss Baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there there was one point where we stopped like, well, where are we on the timeline? And it was like, you have watched an hour and like 10 minutes. There's 35 minutes left and Paul still wasn't there. <laughs> Turned to Adam, I said, we're watching the rest of this. <laughs> See, and, and when I got there, it, it really felt like you know, I was like, oh, <laughs> watching Boss Baby, what a goof. And hey, we're let's like, talk and stuff during it. And everyone was like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> we're just hitting the resolution. <laughs> we need to find out how the rocket works. <laughs> there, there's really a rocket in, in Boss Baby. There is. <laughs> yeah. So basically, Boss Baby is a uh, baby. It's a ba- he's a baby. Um, so it was based on like a kid's book. And you really get the sense that like the first five maybe ten minutes of the movie is probably the bit that's actually based on the book and then there's a 90 minutes of just completely new things but the uh the boss baby who is played by correct me if i'm wrong this this is alan baldwin alec baldwin alex baldwin (laughs) yes alex (laughs) (laughs) i messed up I was like, oh, I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> he is Alex Baldwin. Dude, you're knitted. Who doesn't know about Alec Baldwin? Come on. No, I... Alex Baldwin. I wanted oh, wait. to say Alex. Are we talking about, like, uh, Alec and his twin brother, Alec? Alex Baldwin? <laughs> <laughs> the Alex Baldwin? <laughs> oh. Alex Baldwin. <laughs> wow. But yeah, Boss Baby, uh, so... Apparently, if you're a ticklish baby, you get to be part of a family. And if you're not a ticklish baby, they send you to management. <laughs> this is true, by the way. Verified, yes. Because so, that's the part I skipped over. So we watched it today to find out what happened. And then I watched the rest. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we were late to lunch, by the way, Charlie, because we were watching Boss Baby. Okay, that's, that's fair. So apparently there's a crisis at Baby Corp, the, the name of the the business that the babies work at it's where babies come from is that what it is yep and they get delivered in taxis right this seems to violate a lot of laws (laughs) Uh, did they address that at all i haven't seen the film they they could have violated more laws could have delivered the babies with an uber (laughs) (laughs) zane (laughs) hey i drive uber (laughs) oh so you can verify this for us (laughs) 
I don't think I can speak on behalf of the company. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so the the babies. Apparently, we're doing cinematic respect here. <laughs> <laughs> the the babies are worried that puppies are too cute. And that the puppies are taking over too much of a share of cuteness and the babies are losing market share. So they're worried that if the puppies take over too much of the market share that people won't want babies anymore. They'll just want puppies. So Alec... Alec. Yeah, okay. Uh, Now I'm questioning myself. (laughs) (laughs) It's easy to do. (laughs) Just say Jack Donaghy. Right. Yeah, no, because he basically just is Jack Donaghy. I just was waiting for him to start yelling for Lemon. But, uh, yeah, so Jack Donaghy goes to the house of a couple who both work marketing at Puppy Co., which is the the main puppy supplier in this world, apparently, this dystopian hellscape. And and so he's there to find out what the new – forever puppy is going to be or something just what the new puppy is oh what the new puppy is because yeah. apparently it's going to change everything right and so there's a plot about the the older brother played at some point by toby mcguire that's true too <laughs> he's the narrator it's yes, a good he, like how i met your mother kind of thing yeah, he's you know? like old tim templeton yeah it's uh they could just ask last name i would have had it right there <laughs> i guess i didn't need to tim but, uh, Lindsay Templeton. Yes, Tim Lindsay Templeton. No, it's Leslie. It's the, Leslie. The, yeah. the brother's Lindsay. Sorry, spoiler alert for Boss Baby. <laughs> so there's like a rivalry going on between them, and there's some weird homoerotic subtext between a, 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 a baby voiced by Jack Donaghy and uh, a little kid. So that was kind of uncomfortable. But yeah, in the end, uh, it turns out that Puppy Co. is being run by a former baby corp manager who got uh, expelled for something. Tony, help me out. Or Paul, if you remember this part. I don't know if you were here for that. I'm, he I'm was, actually learning a lot of stuff. He w- <laughs> I believe it was uh, it was super fat baby. No. No, what was well, it? Super no. colossal fat. <laughs> super colossal fat, fat boss, boss baby. baby. Yeah. That was the name of the of the former baby. I think he just, I think. No, he was lactose intolerant. Yeah. So That's the what formula it was. Yeah. no longer worked on him to keep him forever young. Right. So he started to age. So he started to age. So they kicked him out of baby corp. And he's, like, jealous about this, and so he's trying to bring down the babies by creating forever puppies, which are dogs that stay, like, puppers the whole time. And then I... Puppers that never become woofers? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That sounds like a pretty rare pupper. (laughs) Well, that's why it would be so uh, desirable. And that's so... The uh, the distribution method was to launch a rocket into space. This is true, too. Yeah. (laughs) To launch, launch a rocket into space flies over the world dropping forever puppers non-woofer puppers just out into <laughs> not, the not world not doggo level yeah yeah, yeah 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 I believe the term is doggos <laughs> and then it goes puppers doggos woofers and woofers <laughs> and I, I was I was like how, he's gonna ruin his entire business he's just gonna distribute all the puppies he's like you only it's a one time transaction and then Adam was like <laughs> Uh, I don't think the point here is to make money. It's to destroy Baby Corp. <laughs> so capitalism has ruined yeah, to me. get the highest share of cuteness, right? So <laughs> yeah, th- this is a come on. Follow the logic of the movie, Tony. <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess I just always assumed this movie would be about an adult who gets changed into a baby, but was a boss before. So we started bossing around the babies. Does anyone else think that's what it was going to be? I, no. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I saw the trailer in front of some movie I watched, but 
I did not get that from the trailer, and I certainly did not did not get what Adam described from the trailer. <laughs> what the homoeroticism? Because <laughs> I got that from the trailer. <laughs> I think we watch trailers for different reasons. There was there was a part where the like, there was like a weird dance because uh, at one point, in order to infiltrate Puppy Co, uh, Tim has to look nice, and so. Jack Donaghy like helps him with this boss baby's like doing this like little like hip thrusting dance while he helps the other guy get ready and I'm turning to Tony I'm like this has a pretty strong homoerotic subtext right and Tony's like I don't know that does I'm not sure at which point they turned to Tim slapping boss baby's bare ass with uh, baby powder named poof <laughs> just a lot of it just a whole bunch of slapping and uh tony looked at me he went okay i see it <laughs> and that wasn't even at the uh the the milk scene i know well i was just so defeated because i was like no this is an innocent you know film for children <laughs> don't bring this on the movie <laughs> oh, so you think it was all pure and innocent uh, no. <laughs> Up until that point, I was giving it the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't don't get the wrong idea. Um, Boss Baby is, in fact, the greatest of all movies. But <laughs> That's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it is stylistically all over. It's just everywhere. Like, at one point, they're doing, like, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross parodies. Cookies are for closers. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ferris Ace Bueller, Ventura. Ace Ventura. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. There's a sink. Three Stooges. Three, three Stooges. Uh, Ghost probably came up at one point. Ghost. <laughs> Ghost Rider. Ghost Dad. Ghost Mrs. Doubtfire. Gosh. <laughs> So I can see why this captured your imagination. <laughs> I, I like ghosts. This is Doubtfire. <laughs> it turns out the ghost of our maid is actually the ghost of our dad. <laughs> I can't take full credit. That's a Paul Wilcox. It's a Paul Wilcox original right there. That's a shenaniganza. Was that was that, that shenaniganza one? I think that's the yeah the OG yeah. yeah. Was really? That? I thought it was shenanigananza. Uh, we had to go pretty far back into Twitter to figure that one out. So, so I guess my question is: uh, Are you are you glad you came, Daniel Baker? <laughs> you know, seem to have a lot to contribute to this conversation about Boss Baby. Well, well, having not seen Boss Baby, of course, this conversation has actually been the deciding factor on whether or not I will view this film. Uh, What's the answer? And and that's a resounding yes, of course. Okay. <laughs> I, I gotta. I have to see it for myself. <laughs> it really is a movie that must be seen to be believed. And even then, you're going to be like, hold on, let's back Netflix up and watch this again to make sure we actually saw what Do we thought Do you think that there will be a sequel? Is there going to be a Boss Baby 2? There two? is actually a confirmed Boss Baby 2 oh, for 2021. Is... Oh, good. 2021? <laughs> Who that long? Yeah, well, it takes a lot of time to, you know, animate milk. Yeah, they must be getting really intense with those. Uh... You didn't want to say it, Adam. A, a milk what? Really... Yeah, I, I didn't see the. I didn't see the movie. A milk what? <laughs> uh... Can I say it? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Milk bukaki. <laughs> <laughs> 
It took us a hundred episodes, but we finally yeah. <laughs> that phrase has finally been uttered. That was our I, secret. I'll do I'll do your dirty work, work, Adam. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so at this point, Amber, you probably want to stop your kids from looking up what that means. <laughs> because that will just, just lead to further questions. <laughs> All right, now for the dirty jokes. <laughs> well, see, in Japan, the law says that you have to Adam. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta edit that gif with while blurring the uh, milk bottles. <laughs> <laughs> that would make it better. Yeah, that that scene was actually so filthy that that when I decided to make a gif of it, uh, I went to YouTube to find the requisite clip, and every just about every video cut out the filthiest bits because there's a moment where he like falls into a cake. Yeah, he's been promoted, so he falls into a cake, and he makes a cake angel, like a snow angel, and the cake and the frosting. Uh, at which point, the kids like pick up cake frosting, slap it all over his it's, face. It's, and it's like, like white cake frosting. Yeah, it's like a white, but it's not like vanilla. It's like a. It's like pearl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then he's like laying there smiling, and they're eating cake all around him. And then it cuts to them squirting all their milk bottles in the air. And then covering him with all the milk. And, and he's jumping up and just loving every minute of it. it this, is, this is probably 15 seconds. And it's cut out of like every full ending Boss Baby video. It was like, nope, it's not in there. What was the, what was the, the rating on this movie? This is rated PG. Okay, all right, just checking. Oh, right, not not yeah, G. Yeah. It, was not, it was not G. It was not a hard R. <laughs> no, no, they pixelated for the baby. The naked baby. Oh yeah, so there's, we there was good. weird. There's a weird moment where the, the baby's genitals are pixelated, and, and you're like, "That's almost worse." <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> like you couldn't just put something in front of that on the screen, or maybe like yeah, just move your camera, your your virtual camera up. Yeah, they don't have a fig leaf laying around or something, <laughs> <laughs> or a diaper or anything. No, or just just the classic smooth. <laughs> <laughs> they were fairly gratuitous with it too like it was <laughs> oh well, the opening shot of the credits is just a big old thick baby butt i mean oh yeah, yeah there's uh, a there's a lot of real thick baby butts in this movie <laughs> <laughs> and it's like bouncing up and down and there's really nice it's like the the physics of it all it's really huh. <laughs> no wonder it's taking so long for single i gotta work on those physics yeah. no wonder why adam was late to lunch <laughs> <laughs> we gotta watch this again I already did. <laughs> and then, like, there's a moment in the opening sequence where it's like an assembly line and they're putting pacifiers in all the mouths. Oh, God! <laughs> and, and the boss baby realizes that instead of lying on his back waiting for a pacifier, he's lying on his stomach. And, like, one pacifier before it gets too real, he's like, holy crap, and flips. <laughs> so, so that the pacifier does not, in fact, violate. Plug him. <laughs> yeah. ah, <laughs> you got it, Doug. <laughs> so yeah, the look, wrong kind of pacifier. Look forward to Boss Baby Two. On what, what did we decide it was called? Boss Baby Harder. <laughs> <Ew>. oh, <laughs> wow, that was that was over the line. <laughs> that was over the line. I got a reaction from us that makes it sound like that's probably what they'll actually call it. <laughs> <laughs> what did we decide it was going to be? Like well, something um, uncut. Oh uh-huh. yeah, baby uncut. <laughs> <laughs> Boss baby after dark. Well, at one point I was calling it cancer babies because 
There's a sequence in which they have to get through TSA, and the way they get through TSA is they dive through the X-ray scanner, the baggage scanner. I'm like, well, so they've they've got cancer now, right? <laughs> Most assuredly. <laughs> As someone who works in a radiation-related field, I can say, yes, definitely do not put a baby through an X-ray scanner at an airport. That is bad. Now, what, but like, what about like a, a seven-year-old boy? Uh, <laughs> asking the, the, for a The friend. younger the baby is, the worse. <laughs> I would say the younger the child. But. Okay. What about a 28-year-old uh, boy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You've got a good reason. To, maybe it's worth to, it to, to get through TSA without a ticket. So. But yeah, so Steve Buscemi's character is evil and trying to take the parents to help launch Forever Puppy, and uh, the kids want to stop them, but they don't have tickets to go to the Las Vegas Convention Center, so they have to dive through the the baggage scanner. And then don't they somehow like get involved with the bachelorette party or something? Well, that's how they get to the convention center because they're like, oh, man, a bunch of bachelorettes. <laughs> oh, man, a bunch of bachelorettes. We, they can give us a ride to the convention center. Yeah. Because everybody loves babies. Right. P- particularly young, blonde 20-year-olds. Can you take us home? Where do you live? The convention center. (laughs) Okay, that was objectively funny. (laughs) But I actually really enjoyed watching the film. I don't know. Like I, it was about like ten minutes in. I turned to Adam like, "This is actually entertaining," and he's like, "Stop trying to legitimize it." (laughs) Yeah, I don't know that I would have enjoyed this had if it was in, in like an actual theater. Mm-hmm. But sitting watching it on Netflix with like someone else in a goofy frame of mind, it was it yeah. was good. So Adam, how many milk bottles out of ten would you give this? <laughs> uh, by itself, like objectively, probably like five, five and a half. But in the right mood, uh, that's probably a solid twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I would give it six. But I think, yeah, like it was, like you said, 12 or 10. You know, just I think 12 is actually the minimum number to have a uh, milk bukkake. <laughs> Legally, yes. I just, I, I'm not it's kidding. It's a law. I really want to make that, that video of just like blurring out the bottles. <laughs> I think that, that you're onto something there, Paul. <laughs> Why don't you do it? <laughs> Anyway, that that was Boss Baby. <laughs> Check it out on Netflix. How right long now. was that segment, Charlie? Uh, how long was it during recording? How long will it be? <laughs> well, I have to cut out the following words. <laughs> no, no editing. I thought this was all live. <laughs> Our stream got flagged. <laughs> I am a little surprised that on the question about uh, foods that w- from the past, nobody said Szechuan sauce. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's because I'm not an alt-right douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear, you associate Rick and Morty fandom with the alt-right. Well, now I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's some of those out there. Yeah, yeah unfortunately. That's, that's like the big thing for season three. Yeah, it wasn't a thing until season three as far as I could tell. And then uh, they they had, I guess, a couple women writers on, and that apparently was just the worst thing because there are people out there who think that Rick is a role model. 
and these are the people that seem to be the vocal minority of Rick and Morty fandom making everyone else look bad. Thanks for bringing down the mood. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never seen uh, Rick and Morty. So, uh, so, so do whatever you want. You, you might like it. I, uh, it's hard to know. Yeah. It's not. Do you like Frasier? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Then you'll probably hate Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So another, another thought I had to, for episode 100 emoji is uh, what's the most obscure pop culture reference that you think you make to people? The sort that you don't expect people to get, but you say it anyway, just right. in case. Right. You guys talked about Poof earlier. I was going to say I made it onto the cover of Poof one time. <laughs> I don't know. And what's that a development? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, that's the Magician's Magazine that Gob makes it onto. <laughs> makes it on the cover of Poof. <laughs> Well, I was just like, regularly I make a reference to a particular Penny Arcade strip to uh, Brienne. And, uh, there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a strip about a video game where you have to go around and collect a bunch of stuff. It's a Star Fox adventure. And uh, basically in this game, the planet tasks you with like picking up a bunch of random things. So the Penny Arcade says, like, I also need you to go to Jack in the Box and get me a sourdough Jack. No, no tomatoes. The planet hates tomatoes. So I'll, I'll always say the planet hates tomatoes to Brienne. And that's probably the most obscure pop culture reference I think I make. Oh, I was, kind of, I was guessing it was going to be where do liars go? I have done that one a few times. And then the answer is to the movies. Yes. Uh, speaking of Penny Arcade, the one that I always like to use, which is a reference to Kevin Smith, is that it's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> which was a reference to Jersey Girl, the movie that nobody, none of the critics liked. And he said, well, it's not for you. To the critics. It's <laughs> for the fans. <laughs> that was back when people were willing to cut Kevin Smith some movie-making slack. <laughs> yeah, not so much anymore. So like half of the things I say in any given conversation are just ripped straight from Sports Night. So, <laughs> like, what's an example? It's not that my jokes are better than yours. It's that yours are vastly inferior to mine. I like, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. I need to, re- I need to rewatch Sports That's- Night. It was a good show. All seventeen people that have that have watched it will, oh, we're will appreciate yeah. <laughs> will appreciate everything I say to them then, and then we'll know I'm a fraud. So, I, uh, Aaron Sorkin has written basically everything I say. I think my favorite part of about Sports Night, from like a meta standpoint, is how the entire first season has a laugh track. But after like the first couple episodes, it disappears. And for a while, I thought, okay, they just dropped the laugh track. But then occasionally, like you get little titters of laughter. Like, no, the audience just doesn't find this funny. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to think, like, like I occasionally make a reference to the the TV show The League. And so anytime like like Jaquiz Rogers has to play in the NFL, right? I, I'm always reminded of like Paul Shear walking out of a hospital room after the Falcons like starting running back got hurt, and he's like, "Who's got Jaquiz?" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like for me, I guess I work with a lot of like 18-year-olds in the summer. At was, a fish market? At a fish market, yeah, exactly. And so like I guess my Seinfeld is starting to become like <laughs> – like they don't have no idea what Seinfeld is. Oh, I uh, – so back in, in Michigan, in my Michigan State days, as an undergrad, I went to this dance and I started jokingly doing the Elaine dance. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, I get it. That's awesome. Ha, ha, ha. You know, funny. And then a couple years later, I uh, 
I went to the, to the dance again because it's an annual thing. And I started to jokingly do it again. Everyone was like, what the hell is he doing? Like it went from them, me making fun of like doing the Elaine to them just thinking, he's a really bad dancer. <laughs> you just became Elaine. Yeah. It was, it, or, I could see it happening. I was like, oh, wow. I don't, I don't know how I feel about this anymore. <laughs> was, it, was it the same like dance, like the venue? It was like, like the same dance, but I guess like, you know, because people had moved on or something. Or, like some new young people huh, had shown okay. up. I mean, not like the same dance. Like it hadn't been going for three years straight. But. Right, yeah. <laughs> They're like, he, he's still reusing this material. <laughs> it's been three years. <laughs> no, no, it was, a, it was a new crowd that was trying it out on. Yeah, he, he gets older and you know the other people at the dance stay the same age. <laughs> Is that your thing that yeah, you say? <laughs> <laughs> well, so I was just in a show with a whole bunch of... Um, like I was in a musical and there was a lot of people in the cast that were under the age of like 25. And so there was a lot of jokes that I realized that I was making that nobody thought was funny because nobody got it. Some of them actually came from friends. What, what's, what's friends? So certain, what's friends? <laughs> <laughs> so things like we were on a break or it's her lobster or um, all of these different things. Tony just made lobster motions behind your head. <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> So I've done that. I, I got the bit. <laughs> so people, the kids are looking at me like, well, you're crazy. When I tell them how old I am, they're like, we didn't think you were that old. Like, I didn't think I was that old either. Ugh, 33. Gross. <laughs> so the other thing that got me, though. That's as old as my mom. The other thing that got me is in the dance, we were kind of letting off steam. Back. <laughs> yeah, and I did get that quote. Someone did say that to me. And I found out I actually went to high school with her mom. <laughs> she, and that's that's when the that's when the comment of you're not that old like oh thanks <laughs> let's move on um but they were backstage and they were like blowing off steam and so they saw them and they started uh they started doing the bernie from weekend at bernie's and i was like oh my gosh i love that movie and they looked at me and they said that's from a, that's not from a movie they go that's a meme there is a there is a viral video about this <laughs> whoa, whoa hold, hold on Paul, can you explain the internet to us? Tell us about the Bernie. Well, it's it's an older meme, but it checks out. No. <laughs> the guy. The... <laughs> so they started dancing it, and I was like, "Okay, please tell me you've at least know it's from a movie." And they said, "Well, I figured it had to come from somewhere." I'm like, oh my gosh! And then I said, "It's Weekend at Bernie's too. It's amazing. Do you even know why he's doing that dance?" And they go, "No." I'm like, you all suck. Now you're going to sit down and listen to the entire plot of Weekend at Bernie's 2. I'm going to spoil the ending. (laughs) Just so you understand what you're doing. (laughs) This dance isn't fun anymore. (laughs) Now that you've explained it to me. No, no, no. (laughs) You live in the town where dancing isn't fun anymore? Is that... Is that a reference to something? I've only seen the movie in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> what what what's the name of that in Spanish? Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, Footloose. Yet. <laughs> Yay! Something. <laughs> I doubt that it's a direct <laughs> translation. Anybody else only seen the uh, the new version of that film? Or is that just me? I think that's just you. Wait, wait, there's a new version? I, yeah, I went into like the, the 2010 or 2011 version having never seen it before. It was a whole new experience. 
This exists. Adam <laughs> seems confused. This is, oh, yeah. There's a... Wait, who's in it? Zac Efron or something? Uh, Julianne Huff and, I don't know, some other fan, fancy pants dancer is the guy and... Uh, Justin Guarini? Uh, uh, Dennis, I think, Dennis, <laughs> De- Dennis Quaid is, yes! the, is, is the is the is the the preacher guy. Yeah, I just like that Dennis is in there. <laughs> I think that's all I know. But yeah. Okay. Apparently, uh, Kenny what Warmold? Yeah, Chesney. Yeah, yeah, good old Kenny Warmold. Oh, Andy McDowell, I know that name. And Miles Teller. That's another name I know. Oh, yeah, he was in Whiplash. Yeah, I'd... I actually got to see him when I was in New York uh, last year, Miles Teller, he uh, at the uh, live with, uh, was it Kelly Ripa or what's Kelly it? and Michael? No, he oh, was, yeah. ju- he, she just... Oh, it's uh, Kelly and Ryan now, right? Yeah, it was Ryan, but uh, it was somebody else because it was right after he had gotten... Right after Michael Strahan had... Had left, yeah. yeah. And Did you heck all of them? Where's Michael? <laughs> I actually, Bring back Mike. I accidentally, uh, in it, like inadvertently, did that. Like heckled <laughs> Miles Teller because <laughs> he was talking about how long his tongue was, or something like that. Because he was dressed up as like Kiss for Halloween or something. So they showed that, and then he's like, "Yeah," and she's like, "Well, show us your tongue." And everyone was like, "Yeah," like kind of laughing. And I was like, "Woo!" <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought everyone did. <laughs> I was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> and it actually threw him off to the point where it's like, oh, <laughs> there's just a guy up there who says it. <laughs> you can check this out on YouTube because <laughs> they have that. Oh, episode. good. That'll be in the blog. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's been about, what, an hour? So uh, I think we have to now go to Paul and see how his Winamp skin is going. Oh, <laughs> I was just whipping up a new skin over here. <laughs> right. Because it's part of our Winamp skin off. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> All right. So walk us through it. Describe the skin because they can't see it. Okay. So if you picture the original Winamp, it's it's basically the same shape, nothing too fancy. Like 1.0 Winamp? Uh, or a little more than that? Maybe a little more. I don't know. Like the, you know, it's squared off at the edges. Okay. Yeah. And it's like kind of like a dark green color, I think. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Except it's um it's basically the boss boss baby bukake skin. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any animation on this one? Does it move at all? You can you can turn it on and off. <laughs> now, how are your sliders designed? Are they just on there or do the sliders actually correspond to certain scenes, pictures? The the sliders are just represented as different levels of milk in the milk bottles. Okay. <laughs> oh, so in the bottles, but is it in the bottles themselves or coming out of the bottles? Well, like if you if you slide it down, the milk squirts out the top. Okay. <laughs> okay. I would have thought it was the other way around. Yeah. You know, like when you're yeah, like when you turn it down, you know, the milk the milk is in there. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, oh so it is the way we're, yeah, we're just like, talking about. Yeah, it it's like putting pushing down the plunger in your in your Kool Aid. Yeah. Mixer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like you turn it down to completion. Right. I understand. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> so we'll be interested to see that when it's complete. <laughs> it's still in. It's still in beta. <laughs> All right, and and so that's Paul's. Doug, how's your Winamp skin going? Describe that one to us. What's Winamp? 
No, I know what Winamp is. I've never okay. used I did, it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know if you were doing a bit. <laughs> I think I. I think I installed it and said, "Well, this sucks," and then uninstalled it. So you didn't design a skin I, to I, wrap around all of the interface. I didn't get that far. No, <laughs> that's your problem I, well, right there. <laughs> well, I think. It, thinking back on it now, I think my problem was that I couldn't settle on what skin to use, and so I was just, I, I can't handle this responsibility. I'm out. That that is a problem with Winamp. There's so many sweet skins. <laughs> I think I always went with like the vomit one, like it was like dripping. <laughs> <laughs> I think on that one too, except it was like toxic waste, right? It was green. Oh, so I always thought it was vomit. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's like secret of the ooze. How about how about your Winamp skin, Charlie? I see uh, it's coming along nicely here, although it's a little graphic. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, it's legal in Japan. <laughs> It's my uh, Miles Teller as Gene Simmons Winamp skin. I know. I really like. Woo! <laughs> I went that up real quick. That's right. I really like how your sliders are just the length of his ton. <laughs> <laughs> so, Charlie. Yes. Are you going to eat those chips or what? Yeah, they've been staring at us this whole time. Just Well, I mean, they haven't because they don't have eyes. But Well, but, well they're potato chips, so I think you're wrong, Adam. Right, they're potato <laughs> chips, not potatoes. Well, it's a figure of speech saying, I want to eat them. So let's. Let's do a, a segment of uh, chipping with Charlie. Yeah, I disagree. Those those are clearly chocolate. I'm looking at them. Oh. It says right on it, chocolate. I think it should be a, a segment of the Gobeski Chocolates Report. So which theme song are you going to play? I'm going to play them both at the same time <laughs> over top of each other. <laughs> do a mashup. <laughs> mashup. <laughs> Does Gobeski Chocolates Report have a theme, actually? Can you sing that for us, Charlie? To the tune of Hold the Line by Toto. <laughs> if somebody will play a clip of it for me, I could certainly do that. Oh, yeah. It's like the second best Toto right. song. Ever. Wavy lays. Give me that sweet chocolate glaze. But you have to sing a general Gobeski chocolate okay. report theme. We've got the chocolate. Gobeski chocolate report. We'll tell you if it's any good. Or if you should stay away, go basket chocolate report. I made that part up. <laughs> All right, we have uh, we have two bags here. Car, you might want to not listen to this part of the podcast. <laughs> this is the ASMR portion. <laughs> So uh, they're both glazed, wavy, milk chocolate-covered potato chips or milk chocolate-covered potato chips with almond bits. These are both limited editions. Paul is about to run to the bathroom from vomit. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what the bag sounds like. It's not like, yeah, it's like a plastic-coated bag. I would say the design of the bag makes it look like a sort of limited edition thing, like a like a delicious, like... Like after a hard day of work sort of thing. All right. Well, reach in and touch Faith. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I just grabbed what I thought was one chip. But as expected, I got about three. 
because the chocolate has has fused them together. That's how you know they're the best potato chips. There's not a lot of chips. I'm not saying there's a bad thing. Did that have something to do with how you got them out of the store? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so now everyone's going to eat one, Alex. Enjoy. There's not a lot of chips in there. What does it say on the, the... How many are in uh, one bag? So serving size, one ounce, which is about five chips. Servings per container, about five. So there's 25 chips in there. I grabbed one and got about four. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I'm eating about one serving size here. Um, yep, they look like chocolate-covered chips. They seem to have seem to have reasonable integrity to them. They're not like – they don't seem soggy or like they're falling apart. So why don't you, why don't you bite into them? Wow. Well, I need something to drink. I don't know about anybody else. This is making me almost unable for me to talk. Now, it's good, but I don't think there's anything surprising here. What do you think? Uh, it tastes like a chocolate and potato chip. What do you guys think? Everyone got a taste? What's your opinions? I enjoyed it. It tasted uh, chocolatey and potato chippy, which was what I was expecting, and I don't like surprises, so... Uh, pleasantly, not, not even, pleasantly surprised by that. Not even a milk chocolate surprise? I would say that it was too salty. Yes, it was very salty. That's what I found. But like, I see, once you get I, to the chip. I actually really enjoy that. I, uh, but I'm also one that used to take the Wendy's um, french fries and dip them into my Frosty. So for me, it was kind of a reminding of my childhood in dipping those two things together my potato and chocolate but how many uh, granted there's only 25 approximately chips in a bag but how many do you think you could eat do you think you'd eat a lot of these i could eat the whole bag wow okay yeah i I second that but we do have another flavor to go along with this it is the same wavy milk chocolate covered potato chips but with almond bits oh yeah (laughs) there's a notch it says tear it notch oh okay now, as I'm looking at this, I'm noticing it looks pretty much exactly like the other kind of chips, except very few almond bits on it. I, what I'm expecting when I bite into this is not to taste any almond flavor at all. It's pretty much going to be the same. You don't think it'll be like an amaretto? I mean, that's what you would hope, but, I mean, here goes. <laughs> Charlie did not appear to enjoy that. I enjoyed to appear it as exactly as much as the other kind. <laughs> Where there's so much salt that like my tongue like stuck to the roof of my mouth. Yeah, I can't tell the difference between the two. Yeah, there was like f- four almond bits on it, and I took a big bite right there where the almond was, and I could not tell the difference. We should have blindfolded you and see if you could have told the difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the almond is subtle. Right. I can taste it, but. I'm actually allergic to almonds, uh, but for the sake of this, uh, I, I had to give it a try. <laughs> Why? Because, well, uh, it, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to throw off the results. You know, the we're, results. We're gonna this, be ending this, is this like thumbs up, thumbs down here. <laughs> I'm guessing. Uh, if I, I, I don't want one down. to have eight thumbs up, or you know, seven thumbs up and one thumbs down, and then you're missing a vote on the other one. I mean, if you have an allergic reaction to it, can we just expect a thumbs down? Or <laughs> no, I really like almonds. Oh, so okay. it's, it's really. Uh, I guess the rest of us don't really get to uh, take into account after effects. Yeah, I get this whole. Have to do it there's right a now. whole risk thing, like a little bit of adrenaline. Well, I, maybe if there was adrenaline, oh. I wouldn't break out in hives, but. Uh, Sort of like, I'm not supposed to have this. 
So it's really good. Yeah, it's you know, mm. and it, it, it could be dangerous. <laughs> I haven't died yet, but it could really? be dangerous. Yeah. Eight thumbs up and one swollen face, like <laughs> and one epipen. <laughs> I'm a real bad boy when it comes to chips. <laughs> I hold nothing back. <laughs> oh. Just flirting with danger. <laughs> Let's go around the table. I'm definitely giving this a thumbs down. Too salty. I can't. I can't. Like it. I let the flavors are there, except it's way too much salt. And I ate two, and that was enough. I, I based. I didn't really notice any salt. So I'm gonna say two thumbs way to the side, because you know it's whatever. <laughs> I give it two thumbs up, even as my throat closes in on me. <laughs> uh, can I give one of them thumbs up and one of them thumbs down? Yes. Yo. Yeah, like the one that had the almond, I thumbs down because there was not. It's just like you market it as like having almond, and then I just didn't think it delivered. Just a big tease. I, it was a huge tease. Oh, that's a big tease. <laughs> You're telling me. I'd probably say Miss Tony, the thumbs up for the regular milk chocolate, thumbs down for the almonds because there was like I don't think I had any almonds on mine at all. I even went back for more and there was none. But I definitely the thumbs up on the milk chocolate because it reminded me of my childhood in those frosty uh, french fries. That's that's all we can hope for, I think, snacks. There's three more people, so let's tamp those hope expectations down for now. <laughs> I think he was talking about the childhood memories, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> See, I got that hint of almond out of the almond ones, so it gave, I give it the two neutral thumbs because they're exactly what they describe themselves to be. <laughs> <laughs> Your mind wasn't blown. <laughs> Correct. Wait, so... <laughs> Your snack foods have to be better than advertised. <laughs> right, right, right. But, like, it's cooler ranch. <laughs> you would love OK soda. <laughs> as long as it's better than OK, right? <laughs> it's not a very high bar. <laughs> I'm going to give the, uh, the normal ones thumbs down, too salty, and uh, going to give a... Uh, sideways thumb to the uh, almond ones. I could taste the almond there, so, but I was unimpressed overall. And what about you, special guest Frankie Muniz? What did you think of the chips? Oh, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd give two thumbs up. I yeah. thought they were each each good. You know, maybe a little more chocolate than chip, which is probably what they were going for. Um, tasted a difference between the milk chocolate and the almonds. Would, would you sponsor them on your race car? It really, they'd have to price one of my uh, current sponsors out. So if they could do that, then great. Who who are your current sponsors? Can you give us one? Uh, Boss Baby 2. <laughs> <laughs> so DreamWorks. <laughs> or specifically Boss uh, Baby 2. Just Boss Baby 2. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's, that's who's writing the checks. <laughs> that's the whole car. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bank takes a check that's signed Boss Baby 2? Yeah, yeah, actually. And I, I believe it is the boss baby <laughs> that is actually signing these. Now, Frankie, I just want to get your, your take on this while you're here. Uh, you recently finished as a runner-up on Dancing with the Stars, uh, but among the people in the final three, you were the only one who isn't actually a professional dancer, which makes you the winner in my book. Uh, how do you feel about that? Do you feel ripped off at all? Oh no, not not at all. But I, you know, I really appreciate your your kind words. The the judges they make their decision. I I hold nothing against professional you were dancers. Robbed. I just you were robbed. Feel... I'll say it. Since you're such a good sport, you have such like 
positive things to say. What was your favorite moment on DWTS? When me and Joe Piscopo um, did Mambo Number Five together. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Did they did they air that? I don't remember that. Uh, was that a special? I've been watching it. I, I'm, I'm not sure though. Okay. Maybe that was an extra oh, on the DVD set. Gotcha. <laughs> Do you find that this is harder when you don't have a computer in front of you and access to Wikipedia? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't really, I don't get the joke. <laughs> He's just Frankie. What do, what do you want? <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, sorry. it must be funny. I, your listeners and, and panel appreciate it, so I'm on board. <laughs> I withdraw the question. <laughs> well, thanks for thanks for coming, Frank. I understand that you have to leave very quickly. Yeah, I, I've got to go fast. <laughs> That's your motto. Zoom. <laughs> zoom, zoom. That's Frankie Muniz, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that's him in the Mazda 2 commercial. <laughs> yeah, I saw Mazda 2 uh, when I was over in Infamous earlier. <laughs> There's a really cool guy, and I kind of wanted to be his friend, but I think I feel like I've seen him before, but I think we keep missing each other. Oh, wait, there he is right there. Oh, you missed him. I'm sorry. Oh, well, anyways. (laughs) All right, well, good luck with uh, Cody Banks, the long awaited third movie in your series. I'm, I'm, so now I'm as excited as the fans are. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. He's as excited as the fans are. (laughs) Agent. Cody Banks. <laughs> I thought you told us the reboot was just Cody Banks. I think it's actually just Banks. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Frankie. Yeah, thanks for having me. Great to be here. All right. So thanks for participating in episode 100 Emoji. Uh, did people want to say anything on this day? Yeah. Any adulation you want to throw our way? <laughs> or criticism? Criticism. Yes, that's true. Are there things you want to see in the next 100 episodes? There's Charlie, like, we're about 97 songs short. We're going to need you to, like... <laughs> like, like <laughs> you guys got picked up for another 100 episodes? <laughs> yeah. We just got word. I got the text as we were doing this episode, so... Congrats, we did it. They were listening to the live stream. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> I just want to give you guys congratulations on, a, on 100 episodes. I personally have listened to... Two, two and a half. And if, <laughs> and if the other 97 and a half are the same quality, then you guys are hitting it out of the park. I mean, they're not, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my goal for all of you is that you should at least listen to more episodes than the number of times you've watched Boss Baby. <laughs> so if we, you watch we, Boss Baby... We don't have that many episodes available. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you simul-watch it today? <laughs> Yeah, I did. I put together the YouTube video where it's all of Boss Baby, but like side by side, three seconds. <laughs> and you just watch it. It's three seconds. That's the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> so you just I watched that like a. I watched that like a hundred times today. <laughs> just had it on repeat loop. <laughs> oh God! Well, now you got to start. You got to start alternating now. Like, listen to an episode of our show. Watch Boss Baby. Listen to another episode of our show. Watch Boss Baby. Why, why don't I just watch Boss Baby while I listen to an episode of the show? Or while we record episodes of the show. Oh, well, I'm already doing that. <laughs> <laughs> He's streaming it at his feet right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. This is the part where they try to make the Boss Baby wear a sailor suit. 
That's also in the movie. <laughs> That's also not a joke. <laughs> that is definitely a big case for the homoerotic <laughs> undertones. I guess I didn't realize it at that point, but you're right. <laughs> in retrospect. <laughs> oh, the part where they were wrestling each other, trying to get the naked baby into the sailor suit, and he's running around nude trying to not get in it. I assumed it was like a mother boy thing from Arrested Development. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Okay. That makes sense. I, I understand why you wouldn't get a homoerotic thing out of it then. Yeah. Okay. I'm just happy I have a bio on the uh, the webpage. So yeah, that's thank you. True. Have, we, have we got a bio for everyone? I think Daniel Baker does not have a bio yet, but I think he has to show up on one more episode before. Oh, is that? I think one episode 100 counts. I think everybody who's here should get oh, one. Because it's a double length? Yes, yes. I mean, I guess if Jason has a bio. Yeah, no kidding. Daniel Baker should have a bio. What should Daniel Baker's bio say? We should all come up with it right now. Hmm. Daniel James Morton Jerome Sebastian Walter Baker, the 23rd and a half, was born on an unseasonably warm day in January 1981. Yeah, as boss baby. Former boss baby. (laughs) (laughs) He has since gone on to great success as trivia guru at Sporkle Live, and he divides his time between stumping players and enjoying his all... (laughs) (laughs) All right, one word each. (laughs) Brad, what's the next word? Musical. Review. Of. Milk. The story of Harvey Milk. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, in talks with Sean Penn to... To play the title role. <laughs> it seems like a tough negotiation. By talks, you mean I'm sending him emails, he's not <laughs> responding to me. I figure if he was in the secret life of Walter Mitty, then anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Tony is wildly gesticulating to Paul. Something about the lights. I'm trying to figure out what's going on here. He's trying to tell me to fix the light. <laughs> but I don't work for him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, because that light over there is out? Well, because that's where Boss Baby usually shows. You don't want a light showing on the screen. (laughs) Dear God, no. We're watching it when we go back home. (laughs) Well, maybe that's our sign to to close off this. To to watch Boss Baby again? To close off episode 100 so we can watch Boss Baby again. Uh, Everyone's invited. Yeah, Yeah. everyone's invited. Let's do it. Yeah. Oh, dear God, please, no. (laughs) <laughs> there can be that's, wine. That's one vote against. <laughs> okay, maybe. Yes, there can be red wine involved. Oh. And maybe we could recreate some key moments from the movie. Not in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> but where we stand, sure, why not? <laughs> Tony, you got the uh, Scotch Guard protection on your couch. It's not the, the couch I'm afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> Doug looks horrified. <laughs> Well, that's probably about it for this edition of the Gobeski Walls Report, episode 100 emoji. Uh, thank you. I thought I was just phoning that delivery in. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine if it had been like a much better delivery. What applause you would have gotten? We would have booed. Uh, I'm Adam Gobeski. <laughs> and I'm Charlie Wallace. And I'm Daniel Baker. I'm Tony Huff. I'm Brian Gobeski. I'm Alex Clark. I'm Doug Gobeski. And I'm Paul Wilcox. And we also had two very special guests who left, but they were... Billy Crystal. And... Frankie Muniz. Thanks, everyone, and we'll see you all in episode... 101. 
Didn't we already record 101? That's all about Skylar, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. And uh, go watch some Boss Baby. That's what we're doing. Do do what we did. Watch it ironically. And then have that irony change into not irony. As you go. (laughs) Have it evolve in your estimation. That's our show. Don't forget, you can check us out on Facebook, just like the Gobeski Wallace Report, and you can also follow us on Twitter, at GW Report. And check out our website, thegobeskywallsreport.com. That's probably the important bit. Well, yeah, I guess all the other links are there, so if you remember <laughs> one thing, remember that. Not your name, but gobeskywallsreport.com. <laughs> More important than your name. Yeah, because they, they're trying to avoid the Asians because they're trying to stop their parents from going with Francis Francis, played by Steve Buscemi. Uh, <laughs> you said agents, right? <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you said Asians. Uh, <laughs> okay. like, we looked at each other and we're like, wow. <laughs> so they have to get past the TSA agents. <laughs> this really is... <laughs> Boss baby, too hot for TV. This really is the snowflake. (laughs) Cuck podcast. Cuck cast. (laughs) I couldn't think I was laughing too hard. (laughs) That took a while, but we finally got through to Dan. I'm so glad that we looked at each other.